Welcome to the Fit Life Podcast, connecting a clear path between the media and science to empower our listeners to live our fit life. Thank you to our show sponsor, CoreFit Inc., a gym, a community, a place for inspiration. CoreFit offers dieting guidance, personal training, and group classes focused on promoting sustainable fitness for life. This is a 24-7 model of what CoreFit offers on a regular basis, but they also have amazing programs that they do throughout the year to create that little extra motivation and to bring in give new people a chance to come in and get started with their programming. Currently, they've got two awesome programs going on, one being Boxing for the Holidays. The holidays are here, it's a stressful time, life's crazy, so we're offering extra classes at CoreFit right now where you can come in and just do our boxing classes for less than $10 a class. Just email us at info at CoreFit Inc., and uh, let us know if you have a few questions and want to get started with that. Come try out a class. We'd love to help make this holiday season that much more exciting for you. We also have an upcoming program that's going to be starting here at the new year, 12 weeks out. We're going to learn more about that and more about the head boxing instructor and coach here at CoreFit Inc., Amanda Polis. She's going to be coming at us. She's 26 years old, graduated from WSU College of Nursing, and has her bachelor's in exercise science from EWU. So let's meet Amanda and learn all about her. Welcome, Amanda. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. This is my uh, first podcast. Yeah, this is really cool. I'm glad we get to get you in here. Obviously, you've been coaching classes at CoreFit for a while now. You know, our members know you, but it's great to get the community to know more about you and, and our members to know more about your background. I mean, I don't know how much we really know, how much everybody really knows about, you know, what you've done to get to where you are now. Can you tell us, like, how, like, so, I mean, everyone out there listening, this girl is amazing. Her her abilities across the board, how she excels at so many different skills between what she does boxing, what she does, what she did this year doing her first obstacle course race at the Ultimate Fitness Run and just dominated that first performance. I know she was so nervous about doing that. I was. I was so scared. <laughs> I was so nervous. She, she stepped up to the plate. She overcame those fears. And then she uh, also was signed up for her first CrossFit competition. But unfortunately, that's being uh, pushed back by the promoter. So I know she's got some more things in, in her sights. How do you do it? How do you put yourself out there and do something that, that's so scary? You know, we all have that about trying a competition or maybe walking into a gym. You know, it's on all different levels depending on where we're at. How do you get yourself to, to get in there and do these types of things? You know, I think everybody struggles with that. Just trying something new is scary. Um, and I think in ultimately to, to push ourselves as human beings is to do those scary things. Um, and I'm somebody, I have that personality where I like to try new things. I like to switch it up, you know, and I, that's why I do so many different things. Um, and just this last year, I mean, from boxing to doing um, that ultimate fitness run and as well as um, learning a lot of CrossFit style workouts which has never really been my cup of tea, but um, I gave it a try and loved it. So I think um, a lot is just kind of having that own drive and your own motivation um, to push yourself to be the best that you can be. Yeah, 
Certainly. So I, I don't I don't recall if I mentioned this other component too. Um, it's so amazing all these different genres of, of fitness and, and ways of again challenging yourself, but being a fiddle player, not just a, a player, but uh, you're in a band, you teach fiddle. How long have you been doing that for? So I started playing fiddle when I was four and a half. Um, I, I grew up where my mom was, she was a single mom raising two kids by herself and she didn't have money for a babysitter. So I went to my Aunt Judine's house and she was a full-time fiddle player and fiddle teacher. Um, and I sat and just watched her teach fiddle all day for days while my mom worked and grinded. Um, and that's when I fell in love with the fiddle and I've pursued it since. I had my, I was in my first band when I was seven years old and I did my first fiddle contest when I was nine. So I've always kind of had that like spirit to want to compete and want to see how hard I can push myself even as a young girl. And I think just watching how hard my mom worked to raise us, you know, she taught me a lot of like if you're sick and you don't feel good, you still wake up and go grind that day. You know, you mm-hmm. got to get through that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that really, you know, inspired me Inspired me to just push at everything that I do. And going back to the fiddle, um, I am in a band now. I'm in a band with uh, my two cousins. It's an all-girl bluegrass <laughs> band. And it's so much fun. We play the fiddle, the bass, the guitar, the mandolin. We, we all sing, and it's just a blast. You know, that's... That, Fiddling makes my heart really happy, and I think that's important for people is to kind of find what makes them happy, whether that is an instrument or the gym or cooking or, you know, just having a passion in something. Um, But yeah, so. That explains a lot. I mean, growing up when you are, I mean, being in a home, single mom, two kids, and seeing what it after experiencing all that, I'm sure seeing what it took for your mom to to do what she needed to do and your family to help out in every way they could to make sure that you guys got to where you are now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's huge. I mean, I think a lot of us are fortunate enough where we grew up in a pretty easy time overall. I mean, and it, it, we have, you know, nice cushy lives where we get to the point to where, you know, the stress we have is just purely... Oh, whether or not I'm going to get my work turned in on time or whether or not I'm going to get through this traffic in life. And it's all these different things, but it's these ways where you challenge yourself with the competition, the the learning how to play the fiddle, the learning how to be the high level of boxing coach that you are and to do obstacle courses, all these different challenges that continue to push yourself and grow. So you overcome that adversity. That adversity is, I think, key to growth, right? I mean, yeah, for sure. You look at, uh, like, for example, we always are trying to promote wild foods, wild plants, these types of things. There's a difference when you grow a plant, or, or let's look at our, even animals that are raised in captivity. If you've been to the zoo and you see the way um, the, the chimpanzees or the gorillas look in the zoo, and you see how they develop as an animal, like, you know, they're, they're a little bit more hunched over, they're a little bit more placid looking, they're definitely way less musculature than when you see on you know the National Geographic channel, you see those gorillas out there and you see them moving how much bigger and heavier and stronger 
and overall happier those animals are when they're in their natural environment and they're being challenged. You can guarantee when they're in the zoo, they get handed their food. Yeah. They they don't have to move a whole lot. They just kind of sit there and, you know, do their thing and, you know, they hopefully a good place they got some room to move around. But still, those animals are way less happy and way less developed physically than when we see them in the wild. And I think we've had the same problem as humans. Yeah. Like we put ourselves in this cement zoo everything's easy we get in our car we drive to work we sit in our chair we get up we go sit down at a table and go eat we go back to our chair we go back to our car we go back to our well, home we're humans we love routine yeah you know we love waking up and doing the same thing every day because we're comfortable comfortable it's, exactly. it's we're comfortable i mean i don't blame us humans but i think there's some of us out there that need to get outside of that comfort zone a little bit and push themselves and that's something I always like to do and why I think I've tried just so many different things and when I was in high school I played every sport possible I was like oh I want to do this I want to do basketball Mm -hmm. I want to do volleyball oh wait cross country what you know I wanted to just try everything just to see what it was like what it felt like yeah so yeah great things never happen in comfort zones yeah and it's really easy to stay comfortable you know even if you're even if you're going to the gym every day, staying comfortable at the gym. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know about you, Kurt, but I've gotten bored at the gym every once in a while, you know, because I'm just comfortable doing the same thing. So it's important, I think, for us to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, one of the great glassmen, one of the founders of CrossFit, talks about the importance of learning a new skill. Yeah. You know, every, I think, I forget if it's six weeks or six months, what he had said, but either way, like, again, throughout the year, you should challenge yourself to do something new. Oh yeah. Not only does it again help spurt this new growth and and it's you know it's about the physical process as well as about the mental process. Challenging your brain to learn something new, be a little bit uncomfortable mm-hmm. and your body and your your whole being continues to adapt and grow and experience what that can offer you. Yeah, knowledge is power and why why not keep learning as much as we can? Yeah. You know, and just grow in that way. 100% so the boxing the fiddling how, how did the boxing start after you know being a fiddle player and as amazing <laughs> yeah. as you are at that and oh, then you. watching you know i don't know if you guys saw out there um our post on our feed if you go to corfit inc on instagram you can see the post we put up of amanda doing a little boxing practice uh with some of her 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 other people in her class with boxing you can see how amazing she is there how did you get there? Well, what, what spurred that? So it's kind of a funny story. When I played basketball, it was my sophomore year in high school. It was the off season and my coach wanted us to stay in shape. And so he said, I'm going to take all the girls to this boxing gym. And this gym, you guys, was on Sprague. Now, if you're from Spokane and you're down in Sprague, we got a place called Little Hookerville. I'm not going to go into detail about it, but it is, you know, just it's a grungy just boxing gym it's dirty there's a ton of people in there sweat everywhere just people putting in work and all us girls come into this gym and we did boxing for about two or three days that week and the girls hated it and I loved it Hmm. I was just I fell in love just right away I loved how hard you could push yourself and I, I just fell in love with that. I fell in love with the drive and the motivation. And all the girls ended up 
quitting and not wanting to continue. But I asked my mom if I could still box. And my mom said, under two conditions, I said, what's that, mom? And she said, you have to pay for it. If you want a box, you have to pay for it. And I'm 16. And the second thing was, you you can't fight because your mouth, your braces cost me too much money. <laughs> <laughs> so those were the two circumstances. And then that's how it started. I was 16. And then I honestly became obsessed with it. I have a very, very obsessive, addictive personality. And I went every day as for an hour. Even if I had basketball practice that day too, I'd be like, mom, can you please take me to boxing? and then take me to basketball. She's, she's like, I'm not your taxi. But anyways, <laughs> so that's how I fell in love with boxing. And um, I just loved everything about it. I loved being able to know how to defend myself too. I think that's so important, especially for us females, is to know how to defend ourselves and to be confident in our own body. I know if I'm walking down the alley and I'm alone, and if someone comes up to me, good luck you know like I know I'm confident that I can throw a right hand or I have a way to protect myself instead of using a weapon my weapons my fists you know you have those at all times and you exactly you don't have to rely on pulling something out of your pocket no pointing it the right direction Uh hoping that you're able to pull the cap off that mace or whatever it is or Or not hurt yourself in the process exactly which is that the wind needs to be blown the right direction (laughs) right make sure that you have them circle around so yeah yeah safety's on or not you know so yeah so i think that's really important and something i love with boxing and then um after boxing and learning from the top guys in spokane for sure that we i mean I'm very fortunate with the people I got to work with growing up, and I learned so much, and I'm so thankful for it. Um, and then, you know, coming to Corfit, and everybody, I tried the boxing class here, because I heard there was, there was a new one in town, so I wanted to come to Corfit and check it out, and I really liked it, and then a lot of the members, um, you know, saw that I, I boxed, and uh, once the, the, coach during that time at Corfit had quit and pursued some other things um the members actually I remember went up to you and said hey can we get Amanda in to do Mm -hmm. some boxing and man I was just thrilled because I'm like what the members they want what they want me to try and so when you gave me that trial run for my first class I mean I remember it was a hit and it was so much fun to coach that's what I fell in love with I fell in love with the coaching of it. Even though I love boxing, I love teaching people how to do this sport and showing or watching them grow and get better and feel like, oh, I, I, I just threw that punch, what, you know? And it, that was, I think, just, man, I thrive off of that. I thrive off of watching other people. Yeah, you know, I better. saw it right away. Like, you have a natural teaching instinct, <clears throat> and I know you've been able to, you know, we had you kind of expand so much beyond where you started with already instructing our our kids classes which has been awesome so excited that we got that program going at Corfit now having the chance from all the way from the age of three years old all the way up you know any age with kids well gosh that's our younger generation you know that's who they're growing up with video games and tvs and ipads i know and we need to really change that i mean even for me growing up i grew up riding my bike we didn't have ipads and and things and YouTube and 
just and become all that. easier to be comfortable sitting longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I love that I get can um, coach the kids' classes here. And honestly, those tiny humans, they're my people. Like, we <laughs> just get along, me and them. And I love kids. They're so resilient. And I, I love that about a child is because they can just bounce back. And that inspires me. You know, I'm like, gosh, if this little kid can do that, so can I? You know? Yeah. And I think it's important to target the younger generation right now because I know the older generation, so just for example, my mom around the 60s, you know, I need her around to be grandma, you know? And back then, things were so much different than they are now as far as nutrition and Mm -hmm. um, fitness. You know, I think those people or that age group was, I don't mean this offensively, just a little bit more lazier maybe I don't know if that's the right term to use but I think if we target the younger kids now and get them going you know we can change a lot yeah I'm certainly the path that they're on you know again is is trending towards more sitting more being hunched over your phone your iPad I mean how many how many five-year-olds know how to send a text message already even even two and three year olds I'm seeing already understand how to use these devices but do they actually know how to move their bodies? Yeah. Can they throw a ball? Yeah. Can they jump? Can they run? Do they do sustainable playing? I mean, we've got, like, it, it's an epidemic right now, literally. We get kids in here that do not know how to use their body whatsoever. Already at that five-year-old age group where they're just getting to the point to where now their days are going to be spent sitting in school. And if they're already, they never learned how to get this stage of play and their growth it's so important that that these kids are getting the opportunity to understand like hey fitness can be fun like we're gonna put on gloves one day we're gonna learn how to throw punches we're gonna crawl around we're gonna run around we're gonna play these different types of games and that way they grow up with a passion they've got this positive association with movement Mm -hmm. in their life Mm -hmm. well and childhood obesity is a growing epidemic and i mean you can go out and read the statistics that are out there and it's it's crazy. It's so sad. And although I do blame a lot of our school programs for that, however, that's another topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, though, there's still people out there that, like us, where we have a gym. You know, this gym doesn't have to be just for grown-ups. You know, let's get the kids moving, too. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, having three young kids myself, it's so important to be able to offer that to, to our community in general, just to be able to like I said, getting those kids to move right now. By the you know the statistics we were talking about, by twenty fifty, we're looking at fifty percent of the population, more than half the population actually, they're expecting to be a type two diabetic. That yeah. is a completely oh preventable disease. It is type two diabetes is simply brought on ninety five percent of the cases by our stagnation, not moving enough, mm-hmm. and then our diet. Yep. You know, and again, just learning to get those foundations, learning to enjoy. You know, I'm sure you guys see people out there running in the wintertime at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. It's freezing outside. You wouldn't do that if you didn't have the discipline already instilled in you or you didn't have a passion for it. And that's a learned something you got to learn. Yeah. You know, nobody wakes up loving running, you know. (laughs) There's a few people out there. But but it certainly wasn't me, that's for sure. Um, But yeah, yeah, being around people. A community of people that are doing these things is certainly 
the number one way I've found that people go above and beyond what they ever thought they could do. Yeah. Those people around you that inspire you. You know, and that's one of the first things that I noticed about coming to CoreFit specifically because I've tried a lot of different gyms out there around Spokane because, again, I like learning and I want to, you know, I feel like I can learn everywhere I go. Um, but one thing that I really loved about CoreFit was the community aspect, mm-hmm. you know, and just everybody, everyone's there for each other and everyone knows, you know, hey, I got your back and I'm here too. I woke up at five. You're not the only one. Yeah. Like, we're in this together, baby, That's you right. know? So, but yeah, that just, just to tie that up with the community aspect, I think that's important too. hundred percent. There's something about, you know, again, like you said, being out, doing those workouts, it's not even, the sun's not even up yet and mm-hmm. you are grinding already today Yeah. and you're getting tired, you know, you, you're tired when you walk in, but so are all those other people, but yeah. yet there's this energy in here yeah, that starts to vibes. pick you up like a yeah. cup of coffee, like a, like five shots of espresso by the time you're done and you yeah. finish that and you look over and that person's breathing hard. You're thinking that you can't go on, but yet those three other people are still moving right now. They mm-hmm. might be thinking the same thing, yeah, but they uh-huh. see you moving. Right. And then all together, synergistically, this energy between everybody drives you to do something more than you could by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, that's definitely a founding principle of a program that you have coming up called 12 Weeks Out, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh Can my you gosh. tell us about that? Yeah, you guys, this program is going to be really awesome. Um, it was something that um, actually all the coaches are putting their input on at CoreFit, which I think is really great because then that makes it, you know, that much more special. Um, I think, um, you know, what kind of makes this program a little bit more unique than others is we're really focusing on a lifestyle change versus some fad diet. I mean, gosh, I was obsessed with The Biggest Loser at one point. Mm. I loved that show. I loved it because people did work hard. They lose this weight. They do it so fast. And then... I almost all of them would gain it back the next few months or within that year. And we're not going to be this fad 12 week program, you know, that you see all over. Um, We're really trying to teach you guys the importance of living a really healthy, sustainable life. Um, And we're accommodating to you specifically. You know, we want to give, we're, we're holding you guys accountable, but you're, you're also doing the work yourself. Um, we want to really motivate you guys and inspire you guys to want to be the best version of you. Yeah, exactly. So dropping you in a community of people that have all gone through this process already. And now you're amongst one, a group of, of, of new incomers that are doing the 12 Weeks Out program, as well as we will have members that are, that are already part of our community that have done programs like this, but they know the importance and the value when we guide in and we add that extra focus mm-hmm. to maybe reach that next marker for them. Or for a lot of our people that will be doing this, it'll be that first marker. It'll be just getting the idea of, you know, how do I lose a few pounds right now? What do I do to start just making a few degrees better in my life that I can start feeling that energy seeing how that process has helped all these people around me it makes that person want to go on and go further with this it's a 12 weeks out program and so 12 weeks out for this kind of stepping up to the challenge but it's obviously a much 
longer, greater program than that. Exactly. It goes past the 12 weeks. You might finish the 12 weeks and you're like, oh, I'm done. But we hope that you can continue on and you've learned enough tools for your tool bucket and have resources that we're going to provide for you throughout the entire 12 weeks and tips that you can kind of hold on and um, utilize past the 12 week program Mm -hmm. and that I think is really important so yeah I'm really excited this is gonna be great you guys yeah so uh, and then kind of getting into those details because I want you guys to know what this program so i mean there's programs out there that are are, you know your weight loss challenges that are run all the time and the difference here is yeah we're going to offer the similar things when you come in you're going to know you're going to get guidance with what foods to eat here are your workouts we're helping you get through those but you know that's that's honestly that's the easy stuff yeah that's that's nothing to uh you guys can get on google and go out there and try and do some stuff like that follow some videos that's that's not the the big value that comes out of this it's the accountability yeah. that's going to be here it's the motivation and it's the guidance through all the different diets and programs out there there's you know in 10 years of, of corfit i've worked with hundreds probably thousands of people honestly that i've seen different diets different programs work and not work for there's not one magic bullet out oh, there, guys. No, I don't think there really is. I mean, and that's what this program is, too, is we are guiding it to accommodate you for the best the best way that we can nutrition-wise. You know, we're not going to tell you you need to, um, oh, goodness, um, I'm trying you know, to give an example, you know. Eat paleo. Or, right. Or right. eat this or that. There, there's that. That's not how... I mean, I'm going to tell you guys right now, one of the key foundations of dieting. I mean, so get your pad and paper out. Here it is. If you are eating bad food right now, how do you get to the next step? Well, it's as simple as eat a little less bad food. That's the Mm. first step. Yeah, yeah. You can't go from eating a diet. So, you know, common diet that someone might start off when they tell me what they're eating. Oh, I'm having um, a bagel and cream cheese or a bagel and um, uh, a cup of yogurt, you know, and I ask them what kind of yogurt. Oh, it's usually some flavored yogurt, something like that. Maybe some granola in it Yeah, granola, exactly. And that's, you know, first thing that they eat. Next thing, oh, now I'm at work and I usually don't, you know, have any other options. So I go out to eat for lunch. Um, I might go to McDonald's. I might go to a restaurant. And then they tell me they come home and yeah, I'm going to pop something in the microwave and it's going to be something that comes out of a box and that's the next thing that I'm eating. Maybe they have um, a meat and vegetable with dinner. Uh, But overall, okay, so that sounds familiar in any degree. The next step to getting better is simply just making a small adjustment. If I tell you that you need to eat, okay, here's the perfect diet plan. It starts off with, you know, a bone broth. In the morning, we're going to do a 12 to 14 hour fast. We're going to follow that up with a salad that's full of power greens. We've got kale, chard, spinach, lettuce, and we're going to add in this baked chicken that's uh, got marinated and herbs and, and all kinds of just great spices. And then I give you this dinner that's going to be, you know, uh, this meal that you've had to prep and put together that might take about a half hour to do. No way. Yeah. You're not going to do it. I no, guarantee yeah. you might do it for a couple of days. The average diet lasts 14 days. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
that's when you start to fade and vary because this is way too hard. You can't come into you know math 101 and then start doing uh, calculus on the third day. Yeah. Like it's just way too complicated. First, you got to learn how to do your addition. Then we can add in the multiplication and the division, and then we can start going beyond that. So the first thing to do, guys, is just decide. Okay, instead of having the bagel with cream cheese and the yogurt with granola. We're gonna move maybe more towards a plain yogurt, a Greek style yogurt, that's going to have um, more protein, way less sugar, mm-hmm. and if that doesn't sound palatable for you, we're gonna add in some fresh fruit. Yeah. Boom, right there. Now you've already improved your breakfast a whole several notches by reducing 20 to 30 grams of sugar that you were getting from that flavored yogurt plus the granola. Then you had the bagel. Okay, well maybe we'll go with a multi-grain bagel instead, or we might shift the bagel out for uh, something else that we can define that would, would be palatable for you that's gonna be simple and take the same amount of time and the same complexity. And then we'll start working into the next thing. So you get one degree better at each little, each little area in your life. And once that becomes doable, becomes comfortable, we take it up the next notch. Now we can say, okay, and we've been eating out for lunch for the last couple of weeks. We're starting to, to, we've experienced, you know, those first couple pounds coming off, but we're starting to slow down our progress. Now let's start shifting our, our lunch. And I'm going to give you ideas that you can do. And with your coach, you'll be able to work with and say, yeah, that's totally doable for me. And that sounds good. That sounds yeah. like something I want to do. That's what's most important. When we can figure out what you want to do and what works for your lifestyle and the time you have, then you can find something that can last a lifetime, yeah. not just the period of a diet or a 12-week type challenge. We want you to be able to take these skills and bring them out further for the rest of your life so you have this sustainable fitness. Yes, exactly. I mean, it is, like you said, that 12-week program, but maybe we should rename it to lifestyle program. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, I mean, but the whole purpose of that whole 12-week challenge, right? And now there's all these... Uh, it was 12 weeks and then it boiled down to 10 weeks and it was eight weeks and it's six weeks. Now it's like 28 day challenges, whatever it is, it keeps getting shorter and shorter because they find, you know, people can't stick with these things for a prolonged period of time. Right. And that's because people are trying to reach too far too fast. Yeah. You're trying to go from, again, learning addition to all of a sudden now you got to do calculus. Yeah. It's going to blow you away well, and you're not going to be able to do it. Exactly. You know, you can eat that Dorito and it's an explosion in your mouth. And then if I tell yeah, you to, yeah. and I tell to, you to eat a rice cake, you're going to be like, what is this cardboard? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, you just, you can't do that or else you're not, you're not going to make it very far. And we want to teach you how to change the lifestyle to best accommodate you and your personal goals. Whether your goal is losing weight gaining muscle or just I just want to run with my kids I -hmm. can't keep up with them right now they want to go paddleboarding and I can't even stand on the paddleboard you know just these are the things that are the most important right there exactly yeah so living life exactly yeah I mean our founding principle at Corfit is is enjoy and live life I mean that's Mm -hmm. that's the motto and we want to make sure your fitness your nutrition the things you do every day are going to make that statement as you know as true to you as possible every single day you never know i mean honestly when when the challenge is going to come up that you have to run for your life Mm -hmm. or you have to avoid uh you know 
what it, you had to even our client was telling me about running through the airport the other day <laughs> you know i mean geez these types of things cause heart attacks people <laughs> when you are not in shape literally yeah. you know there's there's the other episodes of um fortunately no one i've had to work i've worked with has ever had that issue because they're ready to run when they need to right. but it does happen you know all of a sudden you got to move your, your car gets stuck in a ditch here in spokane in the middle of winter yeah. and now you got to try and push your car out you got to shovel it out you've got to move i mean i've had actually a couple awesome um you know corfit life stories and just one <laughs> the other day literally yesterday one of our members was telling me about how he had to help his family at a cattle drive and he got thrown by a cow, came up with a, a bloody nose, and you know just nailed the ground. But because he was fit, his body was strong, his joints were strong, he said he shook it right off. Yeah. He said before, that probably could have taken him down. It could have broke ribs. Probably for a couple of days, yeah. Oh, it Weeks. could have been, yeah, it could have been months. Yeah. You know, that does happen, right? In the wintertime, yeah. people are slipping and falling mm. all the time. That is actually a predictor of your... your um, overall life expectancy is how fast is your foot speed because when you slip or trip and that could potentially cause you to fall break a hip mm-hmm. or break any bone or anything that puts you down and now six months three to six months whatever that healing process was for you based on your age and all those other factors now you're that much farther behind the ball yeah now you were immobile you were tied up and you weren't able to do anything and you've lost more muscle tissue most people aren't going to gain that back, especially if they're in their older older years of life. So it's important to be fit. So one, you don't have that injury. And two, when you do, you know how to work around it. Exactly. And I think another thing to kind of touch on with this is the mental aspect of it. You know, we want you guys to feel good too and have positive um, uh, thoughts and, you know, feeling like, oh, I can do this. Oh, I just killed that. Or, you know, having confidence in that way because, you know, when you are out of shape or you're not eating good, you know, does it make you feel good? How does it work with your mental aspect? And so that's something we're going to touch on a little bit too. How can people get a hold of you? How can they learn more about your boxing classes? So you guys can check out, um, of course, the CoreFit website. Um, And then we also have an Instagram page, Facebook page, and then I currently have my own personal Instagram where I um, post um, not only boxing things, you'll you'll see some fiddle stuff on there too. Mm -hmm. Um, Come check out my band. I'm just kidding. Um, And then uh, our phone number too. Yeah. 509-993-1941. Yes. Rewind that, write it down. <laughs> Give us a call if you're into that 12 weeks program or that boxing. Or class. boxing or kiddos. If you have some kiddos, you guys, we have a lot of fun here with the kids. One thing I got to bring up I was at this concert lately, uh, I mean, a comedian show. I got to go see uh, Whitney Cummings when she came to town. And she put oh, a perspective cool. in my mind. I'd never, ever dawned on me being a man um, for women. And like, she had this great skit about, now it's not going to be funny at all when I say it, but <laughs> she was talking about, you know, like what a task it is. Like you never know, like again, as a woman and it's dark and your car is a block away and you've got to get to your car and every, you know, walking through these, you know, dark streets and there's, you know, guys everywhere walking by you or, you know, I mean, maybe it's just that one guy across the street mm-hmm. sitting there. Mm-hmm. staring at you mm-hmm. right yeah. and you're thinking about get your keys ready get your keys ready get that mace ready yeah. you know get to the car get in the car close the door lock it i made it another night I'm safe you know 
as a woman, you, that as a man, you don't ever, you know, that's hardly ever a thought process you're, yeah. you're thinking about. As a woman, that's almost every single oh, day, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Wow, I mean, and to have the confidence of learning how to use your hands, learning yeah. how to defend yourself. It, it, gosh, it's just our hands, you know? Yeah. And so, I, it, I, yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. I think about how many women out there think about that every day. Yeah, so there you go. You know, take that first step, get started. Yeah. It's a fun experience. Come join the journey with Coach Amanda and at CoreFit Inc. And uh, we'd love to meet you guys and help you guys get to that next step. Yeah. I'll uh, put some links of the things we talked about in the show notes below. Uh, And thanks for listening to our podcast. Please go to uh, wherever you listen to our podcast at and give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Let other people know this is a great place to find that information that can help you get to that next step and live your fit life. Thanks, guys. Thank you.